0: This podcast is presented by Rabbi Peretz-Mutchkin, speaking to the millennial generation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rabbi Parrots podcast. All right. I am in Brooklyn, New York. I'm actually in a car driving with my sister, taking her to where she's currently living in Muncie, New York. And we're hanging out. And I wanted to discuss different things with you guys that is very new for me, but I'm discussing it both from my phone audio and with my voice being a little hoarse. Maybe it was just the red-eye flight or something. But hopefully this will be clear enough and decipherable enough with Paladin Studios magic. So here we go. We have been talking week to week about the different attributes and emotional maturity and the growth that it takes to leave Egypt, leave your personal Egypt, and generally find the highest quality self so you could constantly see your life as not only meaningful but purposeful and indispensable, and having the type of confidence to really believe that your life is an indispensable life. So week one was love. How do we use love to gain the depth and appreciation and more importantly connect with others on this journey? We second week was discipline. What's it like to be powerful, but have the restraint and discipline to grow. Week number three was all about this connection of love and discipline and the way it turns into compassion, the action of it. And we took the lens of beauty, that something beautiful is about uncovering the beauty that's there with different elements and different beautiful ideas. And we had Aura on last week to discuss that. That was wonderful. This week's emotion is the emotion, in Hebrew it would be called netzach. And netzach could mean just simply victorious, or victory, or to win. But there is an incredible spiritual book that is an important book in my life called the Tanya. It's a mystical book, all about what it takes to go in the middle of the road, what, what it means to be wholesome, what other people call average. He calls wholesomeness and sincerity. What does it take to be a real person, an authentic person? He describes the concept of victory in the most refined way that I've ever heard. Victory is when a person is not only successful, but nobody has to lose in order for them to be successful. It's such an ingenious way of saying it is like you win and somebody loses, then your winning is not complete because the other person is suffering and they're just and you know, it's like then round 2 it's like winning the battles and not the wars but real winning is when you don't annihilate your enemy but you are able to uplift them and you are able to you know persevere within your values and other people around you are supportive and excited about it that's true nitzachon true growth and this is an incredible lesson for our generation Our generation is not necessarily the smartest generation of all time. We're not like the Athenian sages who can sit and meditate on simple concepts for hours and hours and take out of it great astrological and scientific type depth. We are though a generation of connection. We look at Silicon Valley and see the way it shares its information What an incredible way they found even a bigger business model. Instead of just selling stuff, they gave most of their stuff away for free, and it's made them even larger than they were before. So there's something about this generation that connects to this attribute of Netzach, to this idea of winning is when we all win, that really is special. And today, the epitome of this day takes an incredible person to really embody this idea. And I'm excited to be visiting my sister, who is an embodiment of this idea. Right now my sister is battling cancer and she's a warrior, takes, takes real guts to battle this all the way. And she's a mom of eight and really has you know a lot on her plate. And yet, as you're soon gonna hear, I'm telling you, she can't hide it. There's an enthusiasm and excitement for life that is just unbelievable. Hi, Razel, welcome to my podcast.
1: I'm thrilled to be here with you today.
0: It's really cool to be hanging out with you we're only uh we're less than two years apart you're my oldest sister and uh means a lot to me that we get to spend some time and i got to come out here and be here with you
1: absolutely i feel the same way
0: i'm looking forward to hopefully having you in california in a few weeks for for the bar mitzvah so i wanted to ask you and the topic today is Netzach. is this being victorious and overcoming your obstacles while also without anyone being defeated, all this growth all around us. Um, so that's our theme today and what better person to talk about that with you currently embodying that attitude. You know, I, every time I talk to you, you have such a positive outlook on everything happening with you. Where does that come from? Where does this great, positive, great mentality
1: come from? I really look for the good in everything that I'm going through and some if I feel myself looking towards things negatively, I'll actually take my mind and shift it to the positivity that's going on in the situation.
0: Wow, that's awesome. You know, the I, I actually shared it a, several podcasts ago where you were telling me how like you weren't in a great mood and you were about to do a treatment. And so instead of going straight to your treatment, first you walked around to the other, people, the other patients, and you, you went to the other patients and you essentially, uh, were cheering them up. And then you felt a lot better to go on, go and uh, do your own treatment. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. It's always, it's always nice to meet other patients and give them a little bit of, uh, of love. Everybody needs, everybody needs, uh, positivity and love When they're going through hard times
0: if That's not an embodiment of Netzach In this theme, I don't know what is <laughs> You know So tell me, when when you first were Diagnosed or you first found out That you had a, a serious fight Ahead of you what was, what was your initial thought? Like how did you begin this mind process of, of, ex- of figuring out what's going on With you and taking it in And getting into the mode of, of Attacking it
1: so when I found out it was actually a Friday night and I was all by myself wow. and the doctor sat me down as a team. They're in the like hospital. in the hospital, in the emergency room. They're like, we see cancer. I'm like, maybe it's fatty liver. They're wow. like, no, I don't think so. Wow. And I said, OK. And I battered them with a whole bunch of questions. And they're like, go upstairs, go catch your room. And I ran upstairs, and I lay down in the bed, and my tears just burst out forward. Wow. And I said, Razel, why are you crying? You're not scared. I had no fear. I'm like, if God decided that this is what he wants to give me, then this is what he decided, so why am I crying? And I realized that I was crying for my husband. And then I cried again and I was crying for my family and for my community. How are they gonna go through it? And it took me a couple days to realize that the same way that I have the strength and the understanding and the feeling that Hashem, God is with me through this journey, in this journey, wants me to be here and is gonna help me grow through it and in it, he will also give that strength to everybody around me because he put them in it too. And that gave me a lot of, uh, comfort, uh, in the beginning. Wow.
0: I don't have much to say other than that. That's that to me is mind boggling. And, uh, and, and it's an ex- it's an exceptional story. You're, you're an exceptional story, And, uh, and I, and I really think it's, it's magic, but along this road, you start mentioning your husband, your kids, your, your community. Tell me how, how has the reaction been? How has the support been for you? You went from Israel where you were living, you moved now to New York. How's the support been like? What's it been like? Tell us a little bit about the Jewish community behind you. Um, the
1: support of the Jewish community, I can't even describe the incredible outpouring of love, care, giving that has been going on. I mean, organizations just come over and give. They've been like, just giving my children toys. Girls have came over to the house just to sit with my kids and play with them. Um, our friends and and community have been saying, uh, Psalms to him. all the time they've been splitting it up and praying saying praying prayers for me and I truly believe that all of these prayers is why I feel good on a day to day basis and uh, it really keeps me going that people all over are praying and doing uh, good deeds to help me uh, feel better and just the knowledge helps me feel better And I know that every prayer is going straight, straight to God and he listens to everything. And I really believe so. And it gives me so much physical and spiritual energy.
0: And I mean, you know, I mean, you're, you're, you're so incredible. You make it sound like such a, like you've turned it into such a positive experience, but like being real with you, my sister, it pains me that you're going through this. Like, like what are some of the low days and coupled with that like what are some of the things that when you're having that rough day what, what brings you out of it the most so like what is a rough day look like for you or just take me there with you
1: so a physical rough day will be that I'm really out of it but that just doesn't like
0: super tired
1: either super tired not feeling good you know comes with all sorts of a uh, side effects, chemo comes with, um, radiation, they all come with exhaustion and, you know, but through all this, as long as my emotional energy is okay, I'm okay. Um, I did go through a little bit of a low about a month ago where I was like, people keep telling me, oh, you're going to see miracles. You're going to see miracles. And then the scans come back and, I don't see a miracle. I see things growing. And I was like, how could this be? People are trying to give me promises and they're empty promises. And I needed to go back to my core. And um, I know this sounds funny, but on Pesach, on Passover, I ate special matzah from the Lubavitcher Rebbe on the first night and the second night. I ate a crumb each night. And my... Strength has doubled and tripled since then, and I really feel like there's going to be a miracle somewhere and, and every day I just feel as miraculous. I just really, I truly do. And when I feel low, I go back inside of myself and I try to figure out why I'm feeling low and bring out my energy again to bring lift myself up because I don't like to stay in a low place. I want to be in a place that feels um, happy and and good, and I love spending time with my family and my friends, and that really also picks me up. That I'm constantly in touch with my wonderful family and friends.
0: Um, is it okay if I say you're the miracle, <laughs> and you're going to be healed because there's no other alternative? So you're gonna you're gonna get through this.
1: There's no other
0: alternative, and so. I mean, I'm saying it here, but like, I was like, oh man, Razel's going through this. She's for sure gonna be in such denial. And, and I'm like, it's gonna hurt me even more. They're like, oh, my sister's in denial. And I've seen nothing of the sort. I've seen only resilience. And it's just taught me that, you know, it's not, it's not blind faith or denial. It's just a complete trust that when I do everything I can, and I tap into all the positive sides. I'm giving myself a real opportunity to get through this. And you are giving yourself all the opportunities you can to really and truly do this.
1: I would like to add that in addition to all of my, you know, um, uh, spiritual strength that I really try to tap into all the time, um, people constantly send ideas of natural ways for healing and first of all i am completely with the doctors and doing the chemo and doing whatever they tell me to do and i'm doing everything in my power physically to help myself get better and in addition i look into every single remedy and idea and health opportunity that i can to try to work with my body to get it healthy again because faith alone is not going to get me better. Well, sometimes it does, but I know that I have to do my job on my end and do anything that I can in my physical power to um, get to the healthy end of life.
0: It's an incredible balance that you're doing of uh, firm belief in God and and real medicine, cutting edge. What you did at Sloan Kettering and alternative medicine that you you're you're just open to to healing and open to all the good forms of life to really you know help and it's been pretty cool to watch you tap into so many different ways to add health and healing to your life and i gotta say you know you're in you're in much better physical strength than i've seen you in the last few months so um I pray and I'm excited for this to be the, this is the upward trajectory of your, of your health and your growth. And it's super exciting that I get to spend some time with you.
1: This is great. This is
0: great. (laughs) All right. Um, Well, I hope that uh, soon we do a follow-up podcast. That You're even more steps up and, and, and more health and more goodness and more blessings. And you share with us, some deep, uh, deep growths that you can share with other people because my expectation is for you to fully heal and to then write the book. Okay.
1: <laughs> so I'm okay. going to, I'm going to write the book with you parrots.
0: Uh, well, thank you for being on and sharing some of this journey that you're going through with my community and I love you and I appreciate you.
1: Absolutely. And I hope I get to meet some of you, uh, at uh, the upcoming bar mitzvah celebration. Yeah.
0: Good times. Alright guys, well that's Natsach, that's healing, that's healing and uplifting others. Have an incredible rest of your week. And uh thank you, Hanan at Paladin Studios. <laughs>